Hi guys and welcome back to a brand new episode of Anime Podcasters. Today I am back with my amazing co-host, my brother, my anime original soundtrack collaborator, Hotshot. How's it going, buddy? Hey, uh, hey. It's still exhausting. Everything is still exhausting. <laughs> By the way, when did I'm I collaborate have with the music? Today. I'm yeah, good to this be is back the, on. We, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're in October. It's cooler. It's more of a fall vibe. And uh, we're still in the middle of a pandemic. But we're here, right? We're here. We're still here. If we're online, I guess that means we're still doing something. Exactly. Today, the topic will be anime original soundtracks, which is the 2.0 of the episode 72 that we did of anime music, because this is the first episode to our road to 100. This is episode 96 of the podcast. Very glad to have you guys on. Uh, What are we doing exactly for this topic today, Hotshot? So today we're talking about um, anime soundtracks, like just overall soundtracks for shows that uh, we've come to adore and we've come to like. Really, we're talking instead of uh, with anime music when we were talking about individual tracks. Now we're talking about the full-on soundtrack for certain shows that have got us up and going. Like you guys have heard multiple times, uh, Jaden fangirl over uh, the Terran Resonance soundtrack. So it's going to be things like that, but it's actually going to be in-depth discussions. Yes, very much so. Very happy to have you on board. I just, I'm so excited to start this. I don't have any housekeeping notes. Let's jump right into it. What went into your picks when you were uh, selecting your animes? Honestly, the only thing that really went into mine was uh, if I remember the sound, if I remember the soundtracks, like certain tracks from like pivotal moments of the show or like music that got me pumped up or anything like that. It's it's kind of hit or miss. It's music that I remember, essentially, because unlike you, where you thrive in the music, no, industry, I see what you mean. I'm more so. Yeah. So this is definitely your uh, more so your field. And I said that last time we did music. But basically, this is music that I like. So <laughs> I'm going off of that for myself. My picks. I went for. Music that stood out to me in the entire anime. When I listen to an anime, because of my background, I always have a bit more of a um, tendency to focus on the music. Uh, Thus, if it stands out to me, I'm going to right away uh, enjoy it more and put more time into uh, looking it up and everything. So for myself, it it was really what stood out to me the most. Um, And uh, last time we did this podcast, uh, we put like the original soundtracks on uh, in the podcast and that basically ended up with the video game claimed and everything. I'm not going to do that this time. I will go first. My first pick. I'm sorry. uh, I I have this weird feeling you're probably going to pick this one. Uh, I have to start with the Naruto uh, original soundtrack. And that's exactly why I have backups. Oh, snap. Did you have them in your backups? Naruto was actually going to be the only one that I had that you would have done soundtracks for. That was the one that I was telling you off podcast. I was going back and forth between a backup or having it as a main. And I decided on okay, fair as enough. a main. So. To me, the uh, Naruto soundtrack speaks of action, speaks of uh beauty and there is so many soundtracks it's so eclectic you have ballads you have rock songs you have uh piano based tracks you have orchestral tracks you have synth tracks there's just so many songs and there what i really enjoy about uh, naruto's music is that 
every character will, or a lot of the characters also have their own theme songs, you know? Like, I don't know about you, but I love the Rock Lee theme with, like, just the, the hardcore distorted guitar. You're just like, okay, this, this, this is some Rock Lee time. Or, like, uh, Shikamaru's theme. It's very much, okay, you can picture uh, Shikamaru uh, with doing his hand seal and thinking and everything. Obviously, the other side that I want to put here, guys, is that uh, we're going to be approaching this from a more emotional point of view. And if we have, like, fun tidbits to say, we'll say it. But I really don't want to get too technical in the music here. I'm not going to say, uh, oh, uh, the, the tempo is like this and blah, blah, blah. No. Um, just overall, I really feel like uh, the purpose of music in an anime to me is to support the storyline. And the music in Naruto always supports the storyline. I like, I could not picture watching an episode of Naruto without the music playing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, just that, could you imagine be... an episode of Naruto with no music? I can't. Honestly, no. And the, fir the first thing that came to mind when you did do that is um, the episode where Naruto learns about Pervy Sage's death and the somber oh, music, like the slow ballad music, like the slow piano playing. Yeah. You know what track I'm talking about? Yeah. Like ones, ones like that. Yeah. I can't I can't imagine like emotional moments like that without that kind of music accompanying or like. Um, no, definitely. Or like big action moments like Lee versus Gara without a uh, without like upbeat, intense, like every move counts kind of music instead of just watching and hearing the impacts like no that that doesn't really have a full experience to me no i, I completely agree with you the other thing i want to say that's really cool about the naruto music is like the opening songs are like by different like japanese bands so it's a great way to promote japanese artists which is a really really cool thing in my opinion i think it's like it's it's just it makes it even more eclectic to just not have the same composer the whole time obviously there's multiple composers for the naruto uh, original soundtrack from what i recall and uh, there's also multiple bands so that like in your opinion do you think that adds to the variety of it or like how do you think it influences the music in general the fact that there's multiple composers and multiple bands for the openings and everything i think it offers more of a variety because when you're if you're just like a single composer it's good to like expand and have like more under your palette than just like one type of music but at the same time there's still going to be like that hint of like your personal preference or your personal passion into it and getting that from multiple people i think helps the soundtrack i'm uh, i'm reading here that the, one of the composers is called uh oh man i'm probably gonna butcher this but uh yasuharu takanashi um they've done uh Beyblade, revolution hell girl uh naruto shippuden fairy tale uh sailor moon crystal so i mean you know that Naruto has top-tier composers when the composer has worked on other titles, such as, like, all the ones I just named. So that, that's just crazy to me, you know? I mean, it's still an industry. It's just, like, uh, like voice actors or anything else. Like, every show or everything that they're in needs... Uh needs music composers you need that ambiance for like basically anything you watch yeah do you have a favorite naruto uh, original soundtrack not by name the only one that i know by name which i still love is uh fighting dreamers oh my god that's such a classic you know what i'm saying yeah but the uh, uh the other one i love uh probably the most is uh you know like where it goes into i think it's like rising fighting spirit something like that yeah, I think that's what that's what it's called. Yeah, something like that. Like I love the uh the sexy saxophone is always a good call. Uh the, <laughs> yeah. the somber uh the somber like piano the like th there's a lot of there's a lot of good tracks in there. Unfortunately, I don't know any of the names. <laughs> no, totally, totally fine. Uh, the other thing I really appreciate about Naruto's uh, music, specifically in the openings and endings, like Naruto Shippuden being like 500 episodes. Every few episodes, like I say, every like 20, 30 episodes, uh, like the original soundtrack uh, opening and and ending, they they change. 
which is really cool to me. Oh, like, yeah, they'll they'll change for like uh, typically they'll do it like every season or every arc. But sometimes they'll just randomly change like halfway through an arc, which is really like, cool. I really it, like that because it, it, you it always hypes you up. No, yeah, you're right. And it was just kind of uh, like it, it was a great idea. And it's uh, honestly, it's even turned into a thing here where like if it's if a show we're watching in the States or sometime or something uh, changes season or gets a new season, we always kind of get excited for a new uh, for a new intro just to see like what changed, if anything. And I'm looking at it here. Uh, Naruto has so many albums out, dude. Like there's at least three for the original series, like four for Shippuden. Uh, there's uh, uh, Boruto, uh, Boruto the Best that came out in 2019. And then the video game soundtracks, dude. I'm scrolling here on this wiki page. There is literally so many soundtracks. Ultimate Ninja Storm Limited Edition soundtrack. Uh, Ultimate Ninja Storm 2, the original video game soundtrack. Like, that's another thing that I've never thought of. Like, video games have Video games so have their many, own soundtracks, uh, yeah. No, I know. I, yeah, yeah. But video games have, like different versions or like new ways uh, of integrating because the thing with video games and like compared to the anime is that the music becomes more interactive right uh based on what the actions of the player does so the way they integrate the music or they recreate the original pieces of naruto to like fit them into video games must be so cool and i'd love to like get more into that like what do you what do you think of that like in comparison and when you compare the 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 video game music and the anime music because you've done both right you 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 see the difference or what kind of difference do you see honestly i don't really see that much of a difference like there there's not really any somber moments in the video games un unless you're like in that same scene like a cutscene. Mm -hmm. honestly between the between the two there's not really a whole lot that's different some of it is even the same tracks but it's, uh, I mean, I, I'm probably speaking out of total bias here. Video, the video game one has more of an interactive feel, if that makes any sense. Like, it sucks you in more because you're actually controlling what's mm -hmm. happening here. But other than that, I think that's just because you're playing a game. I can't really tell a difference, to be honest. If you had to guess, there's a third category. We have uh, anime uh, the anime series music, the video game music, and if Naruto had, like, Naruto slash Boruto had another music music for another media what would it be do you think some musicals <laughs> <laughs> i can't i can't picture like a musical of naruto i'm sure it exists somewhere that'd be uh, kind of hilarious but, like the yeah the movies have their own like original soundtracks too which is like crazy to me like I i'm just realizing there's at least like i'm gonna go out on a limb here on this article this week article there's like maybe 25 different albums of naruto music like that's how eclectic it is like so many composers over the years, uh, over the decades, honestly, at this point, with how I mean, it, how I mean, it kind of how, how it's been. It kind of makes sense because if you even if you break it down by arc, um, there's like five or six different arcs in the original Naruto, which is five intros and outros separately. So that's already ten yeah. songs, and then there's all the ambient songs. So like the uh, and everyone's themes. So like every character gets their own themes, which is another like 14 songs, if not more. And then you have Shippuden, Shippuden doing the same thing. Then all the game tracks, then all the movie tracks. Yeah, it's no surprise they have a shit ton of albums. You what? You made me just realize. Do you think like when they introduce new characters, like they not every character that gets not not every uh, not every character a has a theme, or if they do, sometimes it's like only on the OST, like the disc, if anything. But no, I don't mm. think like Ayame, the ramen girl from Ichiraku, 
has her own theme. She's a character, but she doesn't have a theme. Right, but I feel like the music that's going to be on the CD is music from the anime, right? So if the theme is written, it's not only going to be on the uh, album, it has to be within the anime. Typically, yeah, but um, sometimes they also include songs that either didn't make it into the actual show, but still got composed. It it's like mm-hmm. it's like a it's like a movie soundtrack. Not every song that they used in there was used in the actual final product, but it still has right. like that same kind of energy that that medium would have had. Like um, uh, Spider Man soundtrack. The only song I can remember was uh, "Hero" by Nickelback on it, but that actually was in there. That was in the credits, but. It wasn't in the actual movie. You know what I mean? I think, like, that's going to be a, a whole other, like... Now that I think about it, like, with all these albums and everything, there's really a thing to this, like, albums and, like, original soundtracks in animes. Like, whenever an anime comes out, like, an original soundtrack comes out as well. And I kind of... I feel like there must be a thing where, like, people collect these things. And I kind of want to start doing that or getting on that. Because I think that's a really cool, like, really cool thing that the, that, that exists. Like, you have... You, there must be so many playlists of, like, Naruto tracks and everything. Like, some of my covers on Spotify end up on those playlists, which is really cool. Uh, so, just in general, I, I, I'm just, through this conversation, realizing that, specifically with Naruto music, there's a it's like a whole separate universe from the anime just because of how wide it is. And be- like Naruto's come to this point where it's so big that it has like different series with like original uh, Shippuden and Boruto. And then springing off those three series, you also have soundtracks attached and albums attached. So it's, it's such a big thing. The more you like talk about it, the more you, you realize how large of a environment it really is just uh just from the just from the separate tracks like all coming together like just because of the variety or what do you mean like i'm saying that like by discussing it with you that i'm realizing that because we're talking about uh boruto shippuden uh pre-time skip and then there's like the video games and there's the movies uh because of how like like such uh, the same property but like can extend to so many different stretch outs I guess exactly to like groups of people. Like I, I just, it just makes me realize how even larger the universe is. You know? Okay, I get what you mean now. Yeah, exactly. I know. Okay. Any thoughts on that? Um, unfortunately, no. I really don't have anything to add to that. I just hear a bunch of different songs, dude. I'm not gonna lie. Like, I get that there's a whole bunch of uh, different composers and everything behind it to give the world its scope. But honestly, I just hear the songs. So for you, it's more of a uh, of a baseline thing where you can hear a song and you don't know if it's from Boruto or from a movie or from a game. But if you like it, you like it. Like, doesn't really cool. matter to we- me where it came from. It's just I like this song. Unfortunately, I don't. I like I don't the beat, die- so that's it. Unfortunately, I don't dive as, as deep into it as you do because not a lot of. OST songs that I listen to at least have uh, lyrics. So it's just if I like the beat, if it fits the mood, if it gets me moving or has me feeling what I'm supposed to feel, that's really all I care about. (laughs) No, I see what you mean. Like, uh, honestly, the only tracks, in my opinion, that probably have lyrics are the openings and endings. Yeah, and even that, like, Fighting Dreamers obviously does. The original opening does. Um... Actually, like intros typically do intros when you compare it to um, to like the broader scope of like what OSCs actually cover everything in the game, everything in the actual show. Um, intros and outros don't really cover that much ground compared to everything mm-hmm. like characters. Characters themes don't really have uh, lyrics because it's their it's their song. You hear it when they're on screen in their show and you have right. to focus on what actually is being done in the show as opposed to the music. Right. No, I see what you mean. Um, all right, that's everything I had to say on the Naruto. So go ahead with your first pick. 
Uh, go ahead, Hotshot. By the way, any composer or artist or anything I say that has a Japanese name is going to get their name butchered, and I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I probably butchered that first name I said earlier. Okay, so I'm going to talk a little bit about the music that Yasuharu Hakan Ashi, Yasuharu Takanashi, uh, the music that he did. Yeah, that he did. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Um, for a fairy tale. Oh, okay. We got some fairy tale going on. I love the fairy tale music because it, it's it's a lot in the same vein as Naruto, where there's a lot of upbeat, like powerful, like strong energy music, and there's uh, some that's even just like quiet, more composed, and everything else. Actually, holy shit, he actually did uh, music for uh, for Naruto too. It looks like. Well, it's all interconnected. That's what I was saying, Hotshot. It's the numbers, the conspiracy, the composers, they all know each other and they compose music on different anime series together to create an ultimate score soundtrack that we'll be podcasting about. Actually, now that I now that I have that up. Yeah, for uh, Fairy Tale, uh Fairy Tale, Naruto and Bakugan <laughs> of all things. Dude, that's what I said. But did you not hear earlier? I'm pretty sure the composer I mentioned earlier is I, I mentioned Fairy Tale as well. You probably you probably did. I just might have missed it. But for the actual music in in uh Fairy Tale, um Yeah. At like in anime, every character gets their own theme and everything else. So Urza's theme being like kind of regal yet kind of somber at the same time. Like it's it's not battle hungry, bloodthirsty music. It's more not exactly calm either, but it's more like there's a presence to it. Natsu's is just I'm going to fuck you up and you're going to let me kind of thing. And then there's a uh, God. I had this on my uh, I had this song on my phone a long time ago. It's so uh, essentially the main theme for fairytale, like the fairytale guild when an actual big battle starts going around. Um, I can't remember the name of it to save my life, though. But it's it's just like that that kind of big energy music that really grabbed me for it, because that's what that's honestly what makes up a lot of fairytales OST. The more I think about it, there's some somber stuff, but it's more so just upbeat, get you up and moving kind of thing. Well, to me, it always felt like a very friendshipy anime. So like upbeat music is like a must, in my opinion. I can't picture fairytale because I've seen like a few episodes of it. I couldn't picture it without like upbeat music. Like it'd be so weird to me. Like if the music yeah. wasn't like major, uh, you know, happy chords, like uh, high, high energy, high tempo, like yeah, music in general. It's it's kind of uh, I mean, it fits with that tone and especially with so the genre, they always take the genre into like what kind of world the anime actually is into account. Like for fairy tale, it's all medieval music. It's all like taverny music, um, like adventure, magic, that fantasy kind of stuff. But if you take that as in comparison to like music from Goron Logon, <laughs> that's going to be like a bunch of techno and uh, like sciencey music. <laughs> so like it's synth, synth based. Yeah. Yeah. So it's ju it's just the fact that like I love fantasy kind of music in general as is. So taverny music, adventuring music, um, like traveling music, essentially for uh, I mean, fantasy settings. I really I'm sorry. I really got nothing else other than that. I like this and the name of the composer <laughs> right but like I'd, I'd be interesting to know more more about a hotshot like you know like w what's the genres like uh what's more of like the what are the in uh, instruments maybe a, a bit more like i don't want to get too technical but at the same time you know it's uh, i think it's important for listeners to like 
let's go further than just I like it and the guy's name is something I can't spell properly. I mean, the 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 instruments and stuff like that change depending on the song. That's not really okay. a, a permanent thing. Um, no, okay, so just variety in the instrumentation. That's really cool. So like, what what are the different instruments that they use? You know, like as, if it's upbeat, is it always like orchestrals or is it like? electronic a lot, like what, what, a lot what, a lot of it yeah. a lot of it is or orchestral especially for fairy tale because it's a it's a fantasy setting so there's mm, uh okay what so there's wood music there's some electric guitar like it it makes it it mixes high energy stuff like drums and electric guitar and bass and stuff like that along with uh i don't think there's really any piano songs the more i think about it but it's uh it it makes it mixes in depending on the genre depending on the song depending on the character it takes everything in compare in into account so like different characters could have different genres is what you're saying? Like, yeah. Uh, so, well, yeah. So like, like, I, like I was saying, Urza kind of has more of a regal, like slower tempo so- song that like builds up the longer it goes into like her essentially her rage or her or her battle hungriness. And then you have Natsu uh-huh. who just immediately starts just um, just like hardcore rock kind of mode. But then you have Lucy that kind of plays slower music, like more innocent kind of thing. It, it it really depends on the situation, on the character and what's going on. Like, and that's just for OSTs in general. What about like in terms of like album releases and stuff like that? Like, do you, have you listened to like, maybe like, are there playlists on you? I, I imagine there's like playlists on YouTube of like fairytale music. And yeah, there, like yeah, that. if you just, I mean, really any show, if you just search uh, the show name, then OST or anything like that, then you'll find it. Um, There's, yeah, if, there's some on YouTube. I'm sure there's some on Spotify on other like music listening platforms that'll give you like essentially the whole thing because they, they don't really divide it into albums as opposed to like volume one or volume two or anything like that. It, it just kind of has that entire collection vibe where everything's in one place oh okay so like the, this one isn't okay that's really interesting like if you're telling me like, like fairytale because I, I think it's like a pretty common thing for like animes to have like albums you know but like if this one is more of just like a oh here's all the songs we put them all out here they are uh they're kind of all over the place that's kind of a different way to like organize the music and kind of like put it out there it's, which is kind of cool too because you could find it's, it's more stuff it's more so it's it, it's more so collected on like, um, I guess on like the season of the show, it just kind of goes hand in hand with that as opposed to because they're, they're literally just called Fairytale Original Soundtrack Volume 1 and then Fairytale Original Soundtrack Volume 2. But I think yeah, there's only yeah, like, yeah. I think there's only like two or three of them. That's a pretty standard way to, I think, that like animes do it because at, at the same time, that's what it is. It's music for the anime and, and that's it, you know? How do you feel like the music complements the anime just in general? Like when you watch Fairytale on, in a scene where there's like no music and then the music comes in, what's like, how does it complement it for you? Like what does it bring to the anime? The music honestly gets you more pumped up than anything. Like the somber music for Fairytale doesn't exactly work in my eyes. Um, But like oh, really? the pumped... But like the pumped up songs, like when Natsu is pushed to the edge or like a last resort or anything is needed and there's a big fight coming and friendship coming together and there's a whole big orchestral of just like slowly build up to the uh, essentially the drop beat of the musical piece. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of musical terms here. <laughs> I'm I'm so no, out okay. of my area. You don't need to be specific with musical. No, 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 no specific musical terms. It's okay. Just describe it the way you know it. That's it. There's okay. no no pressure. It it ju- it just builds up and then just it all comes together at like the most pivotal moment of the fight and then it just 
stays there and for like the remainder of the fight. So that when it when it comes into areas like that, I feel like it really does its job well. It's more action. It's more adventure fantasy music. It's not like right. I'm going to sit down and talk about my daddy issue problems. It's I'm going to destroy you because this is my quest. And because I'm here to protect my friends, like it's more it's more so like defensive and I'm here to make a stand music as opposed to I'm working through some shit. No, I get that. Um, I was also going to ask, you said that the summer music didn't do it as much for you. Do you think that's because like Fairytale is so happy all the time and they they really like focused maybe more on the happy go lucky side of things that like when it came to the summer music, they were more confused and had a harder time with it? That's the thing. Fairytale, like, yeah, most of the time it is just like on the friendship and everything, but they they worked tragedy into a lot of it in the actual show like all the characters backstories are fucking heart-wrenching um oh really yeah but it it like it's happy-go-lucky on on the surface but then once you actually start getting into it then it's just like then you actually dive more into the characters especially when you go through certain characters arcs and you realize how they got where they are or why they got where they are even just I can't whenever I think fairy tale music, I think of that jomber upbeat, get you moving kind of kind of sound. I don't really think of any of the quieter songs. I know they're in there, but I can't remember any of them. But I can remember a lot of the uh, high energy ones. No, fair enough. OK, uh, that's basically everything I had to say about uh, the fairy tale stuff. So uh Unless you have anything else, I will go to my uh, my second pick. By the way, guys, I don't know if we said it, but we have three picks each, <laughs> so we're halfway through almost. We're we're trying a new format where we might when whenever we have fewer picks than we're used to, so we used to have five. Whenever we have fewer, we want to try and get more in depth to what we're talking about. So there might be some with five when we just don't care. Now when uh just basically when we want to take it easy, or three when we want to get into the nitty gritty of it. So just so you know, going forward, no no stress. All right, so um this next one, uh I'm sure you've heard the music, you love the music from this anime, and it might be one of your picks also. Uh, I'm picking uh, the original soundtrack to no game no life god damn it are you serious did i did i get one no you didn't i didn't pick the music for it oh come on though you were did you consider it at least because i think this is totally up your ballpark i actually didn't no i didn't i didn't even think of the music for no game no life the music in no game no life i had like this maybe like three month period where i would listen to the original soundtracks over and over and over and over and over again um it is so great because like the one thing I learned about myself last year in my graduate diploma is that as a composer, I, I'm i not like, uh, when it comes to like making original music, not cover music, there's two different things because I think it's important to be versatile. Um, my original music is so electronic based and like, uh, it's just like so synth based that, uh, and that's honestly a vast majority of No Game No Life. Being that it takes place in a video game, we are talking about a lot of like electronic music with like, you know, uh, synthetic kicks and snares and just really upbeat, uh, energetic music that uh, carries uh, it makes you feel like you're like in a in a boss battle and everything the music in no game of life is uh, one of my fa- one of my favorites like uh, the composer for the movie and I'm probably gonna uh, butcher this one too uh, Yoshiaki Fujisawa uh, I think is a very very well-known uh, composer uh, from what I've uh, from from what I uh, I've seen like there's a lot of different uh, uh, soundtracks to uh, the no game no life release you have obviously like this game this game is like the the opening to no game no life like honestly one of my favorite anime openings i don't know about you but like that could be a whole other podcast topic anime openings for me like the opening to no game no life is so epic music for no game no life isn't what i think of so i 
I don't remember any of the actual music, not even the intro. Because, uh, really? Yeah, because, um, I, I don't know. It might just be because of the rest of the show is what sucks me into it. But I remember the intro seeing it once. <laughs> I don't. I don't because No Game No Life is a show where it basically just like jumps right into the episode and then I don't remember seeing the intro. Fair enough, fair enough. But like the the opening is like one of the most uh, popular anime songs out there. Like it's really a standout. Like from what I recall, is and, that like, is that the, the anime music community? Is the intro the one that you covered? Yeah, the dubstep remix I made like years ago. Okay, I didn't know if that was the intro or not because again I don't know my yeah. name. <laughs> no, it's all good. Uh, to. To me, like that music is just so massive and, and and great, and it combines like like especially that opening. You know, it's like a little piano that starts with, and then you get into like this big orchestral uh, instrumentation with like electric guitars and snares and strings and brass, and it's like there's so many layers to the music. It's so large, and it, it takes on a life of its own in, in, in the anime. And then that's what I really love about the shift too, because the opening is like very uh, orchestral music, and then because we're in a video game universe like the rest of the music is like uh makes me think of like tekken or uh any sort of arcade brawl game like that's no game no, no game no life music you know like the pumping kicks and the arpeggiators like it, it, it honestly uh, gets close to a genre you really like which is vocaloids like the music yeah. in the uh in no no game no life is very similar to vocaloids because it's like like you said, it's very like synth based, like high techno kind of area because that that's the kind of aspect it does take away from the most is the video game aspect of it all because it's yeah it's it's tech it's high moving it's kind of sci fi mixed with fantasy because the world they're in is like a fantasy world but everything is revolving around video games or just games in general really that they have holograms and everything for so there's still tech there's still sci fi stuff in here but it's in that in that no, fantasy exactly. kind of setting um. Exactly. Uh, remind me of, of one thing real quick, because the only somber scene I can really remember from No Game No Life is when uh, Sora disappears and Shiro has to uh, solve the game on her own. Is there any somber yeah. music when she's on her own? I do believe there is somber music. Yeah, I, I remember like I remember that feeling of sadness and that feeling of like, oh, what's going on here? And I there, there is definitely f- somber and like minor music in the note. Sorry, and no game, no life. I just again, I want, I, unfortunately, yeah. the soundtrack isn't the first thing I think of when I think no game, no life. I think of the actual show. <laughs> like the soundtrack, I, like would when you not I, say is part of the show. You know, well, I mean, I know, I know it's part of it. And if I actually rewatch no game, no life, I'm sure I, I'm going to remember like all the music. And I couldn't imagine the music, the show without the music. Unfortunately, right. it's just been a while since I've actually seen the show, so I can't remember the the air that the music kind of projects for it for me. No, I see. Um, my question though is um, if you're having a hard time remembering the music was it even good like honestly I mean I want to say yes because of principle because I know that if I did re-listen to the music for No Game No Life or just re-watch No Game No Life I know I would come back to you and say I love the soundtrack here and I know I've done that to you before where I actually have come back and said that I love the soundtrack but that was also fresh after me watching the show I haven't seen the show in like six months or longer so Obviously, I'm going to forget some stuff, but the only reason that I remember fairy tales really is because one, the game came out recently and a lot of the music is in there. And then Naruto, I remember because I grew up with it. No, I see what you mean. I feel like the music in No Game of Life, if you were to enjoy it, it's honestly because it's like video game based more than anything else. You yeah. know what I mean? I yeah. Like, the more I'm talking it's, about it with you, like I'm realizing, yeah. It's, um, 
sorry, just uh, one more thing about like I re- actually remembering songs. For me, it's easier yeah. to remember songs that I can sing. I can't sing when A, there's no lyrics and B, the lyrics are all in Japanese when they are there. Like I can remember, <laughs> I can I can remember some, but not a lot. <laughs> and I mean, unfortunately, No that, Game No Life the is the same for, way with me. Yeah, yeah. Being that the case, that's the case for with No Game No Life. Uh, do you think you're like likely to enjoy it just because of of of, of those two things are like are very much present? Like, if you can't really like sing it and it doesn't really like stick with you, maybe you'll listen to it and be like, oh, this is cool. But will you really enjoy it? Because I I feel like maybe not. After all, I'll I'll still like sit down and enjoy it. Yeah, but at my core, I'm a, I'm a singer. I prefer singing along with music that I love. Like I'll hum along to it. I'll sing along to it. I'll like bob my head around to it. But if I can't or if there's like obviously if there's a melody or anything like that like I can still bob my head or hum or whatever but if I can't sing along to it I'm probably not going to remember it that deeply mm, no I see what you mean I, the more I'm thinking about it like I feel like no game no life music would be so cool with the vocaloid like I really feel like Hatsune Miku, No Game, No Life. Oh, God. That's a combo. It sounds like a match made in heaven in hell. Because, I mean... Why? No, 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 no. It's a good combo. It works out because they're both like... It's a good combo. It's a good combo. I'm agreeing with you there. I'm just saying in hell because there's there's such a thing as too much of a good thing. And where no, this is this is a lot of a good thing. This There's is a lot of good, of a good thing. There's Hot such shot. thing as too much of said good thing. Okay, but what's too much about it? There's gonna be a lot of synth, like un- unless uh, unless Miku like <laughs> unless Miku do- does like a specific thing for No Game No Life. Like if we're talking about ma- mashing <laughs> No Game No Life with what Miku already has. <laughs> And then combining them together, it's it's gonna be a lot to handle. Oh my god! Is your only concern the simp? Seriously? No, it's just this. It's the it, a lot of the <laughs> same kind of me. I don't know what the fuck you want from me here. Okay? I'm just like, hey, hotshot. Here's a cool idea. You're like, we can't do that because they're simps because they exist. Like that's what I'm getting from this right now. I mean, that's not what I mean. But you know, music speak. I do not. <laughs> No, that's cool. But what what are you trying to say, though? Maybe I, I I'm clearly I'm mis- I'm misunderstanding. Like, what are you trying to say exactly? Okay, with with Miku's level of techno music, because sometimes it's a lot of techno. Sometimes it's sometimes she downplays it for like other song or softer like piano stuff. But there's always that like hint of it. But with No Game right. No Life's, I don't know. Maybe if I remember No Game No Life's music for a change, I could actually give you a detailed explanation here. But as far as I know, it's just a lot of synth and techno just mashed together somehow like haphazardly i don't know why that's just where my mind went oh my god okay i see what what, what was very wrong you were saying synth right yeah i was i understood simp there's gonna be too many simps <laughs> yeah that's what i understood no that's an even worse problem <laughs> <laughs> that's what i understood so i was like how how are you going now to- i understand I why I- now i understand why you were laughing so hard and asking if that was my only problem with it <laughs> yeah that's like that's what i understood like okay so this great music is gonna come together you're like yeah but simps bro we can't do that i was like what the what how does that even how i mean is that a thing? Tr- i mean truth told both these properties probably have like a wave of simps <laughs> and synth and synth but if you combine them Oh God! All those simps are banging each other. Oh my gosh! All right, I you, think, ru- uh, you brought on that, that on note, yourself. You brought that one on yourself. I brought that when I invited you to be a host on this podcast. That's fair. All right, 
Your turn, bro. Your second pick. Okay, second pick. Um, this actually is a show. Um, music actually has a pretty big thing to do with the show. So the uh, composer is. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Can you try saying it again? I love this. This is my favorite bit. I think Hajime Hayakuku. <laughs> I don't know, and I'm so sorry. Like, I, I love your work that I've heard. I just can't say your name. <laughs> but he... What's the, what's the anime? He, huh? He did the uh, the work the on uh, K-On. K-On. Oh, I've heard of K-On. Yeah. I've heard K- of K-On. K-On is, music, um, is an anime entirely based in music. The for, uh, focus of it is a band that comes together from a uh, school club, and they start performing for... Uh, uh, for everybody and just start coming into their own in their own band. I can't remember the name of the band off the top of my head right now, though. But um, Is it K-On? Is the band called K-On, maybe? I don't know. No, no, that's just what the show's called. The band's called something else. Like, it, it has, like, three different names. But, um... Oh, okay. They, they come together. Um, They have two guitarists. They have a bassist. They have a vocalist and a drummer. And they just come together and perform for the school. And some of it is like, you see, you get a lot of it. A lot of their music has to do with their characters um, because it, you know, it's an, a show based in music. So one of the quieter characters, he's the one who plays the bassist because you know how bass typically in a lot of songs or if not most songs is just like in the background giving a backup beat to it more than anything else. Like they're not the star, essentially, the bassist. Um, I think like when we're looking at a band, the basis is never like uh, attention grabbing is the right. better way to say it. You know but, what I mean? Right. Yeah. But for this band, uh, the basis is the lead singer as well because she shocks everyone oh. with how well she can sing. Um, oh, that's cool. Then we have the the t- uh, the two guitarists who are the backup singers, and it's okay. I see. I see. A lot of it just has to do with the uh, with like their personalities of what they can do. Our main character is the one who starts with the guitar, but um, like she she stays with the guitar. But we show we see her like literally just start like, and it is just awful, just terrible. But then the one who's been doing the drums is the high energy one, which makes a lot of sense. Um, the bassist being the singer is another one. So a lot of their music, they do more so, uh, not exactly K-pop, but it is, um, oh God, what is the genre? Um, they do some K-pop, but they also do like some ballad songs, like some quieter songs, some rock songs. They literally cover every, uh, every genre at one point or another. And oh my gosh, how long is the anime? Just so I have an idea. How long is the anime? Uh, it's two seasons. So I think it's 24 episodes total. Okay. That's and crazy. And nearly every, nearly every episode has their own song. Wow. Yo, this is a gold mine. I'm, I'm so happy right now. You know, I, I actually am so excited right now. I, K-On has been a show that I've wanted you to watch for a while and that I brought up to you because it's entirely based in music. The only thing is it's, incre- is, the only yeah. thing is it's incredibly slice of life, which I know isn't really your thing. And it's just filled with cute anime girls, which I also know aren't your thing. Just like, step aside one sec for the music. Like if you had to describe slice of life as a genre for two seconds, like in one sentence, like what is slice of life? Just so I have a better idea. Slice of Life being um, exaggerated realism that yeah. exaggerated realism that's more so based on one aspect of life, be it comedy or tragedy or like anything in between, like characters that are grounded and well connected. Like there's no um, 
there's no supernatural be- things at play. There's no uh, big ultra evil mastermind trying to get in the way. There's no evil plot from a terrorist group that will blow up empty buildings once evacuating the uh, uh, people. It's just cute anime girls doing cute things essentially a lot of the time. And I know that won't sound appealing to a lot, but different slice of life shows lead to different things. Flabbergasted at the fact that there's only 24 episodes in this anime because there's... I'm looking at how many releases there are mm-hmm. and there's more than 24. There's 24 episodes, but there's also two movies, I believe. Okay, that, that explains a bit more because albums, I'm counting one, two, three. I'm counting character image songs, one, two, three, four, five, six, Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. Uh, original soundtracks. I'm counting five. Uh, official band albums. Like the band itself actually has albums out. So this goes beyond the anime. I'm guessing one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Like this. An- if this anime is literally, if you talk this anime and to explain how much music it is, if this anime was a sponge, it's like it was dropped in the Pacific Ocean of music and it just absorbed all music ever in the ocean. That's how much music there is in this anime. That's why I've been wanting you to or wanting you to see it because it's slice of life. Yeah, but it's only based in music like that is the entire cornerstone of this of the show. What is it like every episode is like a concert or something? No, it they, you actually experience the girls like growing, like um, growing together, cl- growing closer together, getting better with their instruments. The end goal is for them to actually form a, a big enough band to actually perform like one of the worldwide concerts. But you actually experience them growing, writing new songs. You basically see the inner workings of a band with them. That's really, 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 really awesome. I feel like like the com- combining, it's like almost thinking like a real life band, but just making a major cartoon version of it. And you can control not only the band, but the music they produce. It's like you're producing the, the, the being and what the being creates as well. Like there's an extension to this thing. That's really cool that I, I'm realizing now with this anime, which is just a whole new level of creativity in my opinion which is why i want you to see it and then we'll talk about it when we can <laughs> like i'm the, definitely the, way more interested the, than before i'll tell you that yeah the mu- the music uh, differs from like uh like i'm i'm going to say like what actually happens in the show here for a little bit of context um some of the songs like end up huh I just said don't spoil because you did you, you spoiled an anime for me once. So I'm just no, I no, I'm warning, not. I'm not warning how this has nothing to do with the Go story. Ahead. Just like the some of the experience they have, just to like give you a, a broader scope of the genre of music they cover. Um, okay. Sometimes they'll go uh, like full on ballad songs like full-on sad song and then other times they'll go full-on rock and you'll know that like based on what they're wearing in the concerts Dude, this is the, i'm so hyped right now like i really want to watch this like i literally want to get up and just fire up netflix right now it's unfortunately <laughs> it's not on netflix i don't know where it is uh oh okay. actually oh no 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 no, no. i'm sorry yeah no actually uh netflix just uh just released it so yeah it is on netflix my bad yeah when did it come out? Like, is this a recent anime or is it like from? No, this is twenty few years back. This is two thousand nine to two thousand ten. Wow, really? Huh? This thing is two years wow, old. We're late to the or party. Ten years old, not we're, two years we're, old. We're we're late to the party, Hotshot. We're late to the concert here. Well, I'm late to the concert. I know. I I didn't watch it when it first came out either. I we started watching it like maybe when me and Kyo moved out to get the apartment. <laughs> oh, okay, so uh, a few years ago. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, so, who does what in the band exactly? Just remind me. Do what? Who who said who does what in the band? Um, like uh, the characters. Like, what do they do? Yeah, yeah. 
Um, our main character, Yui, she's the one who starts with the uh, guitar. Um, Tsumugi, she's, uh, she's the blonde, preppy kind of character. She's the one who uh, has a keyboard. Mio is the uh, quiet one, like quiet, smart one with the bass, who's also the lead singer. There's another guitarist who comes in later on, like close to season two. And the, I can't remember her name off the top of my head, damn it. The one with the bandana in her hair that's uh, stretched back, she's the one who's on the drums. Ah, okay. That's really cool. That's really, 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 really awesome. Like a typical four-piece band, basically. Yeah. So you'll but see, very like, cool. you'll see like them come together for the first time. Like it, it is friendship based because they grow closer together as friends and everything like that. Um, but they also grow closer as a band. Like there's, there's inner workings of a band. There's friendship aspects, hints and teases of, uh, hotshot anime aspects in there. Just so you're aware, but the music, the, how much, how much, give me a percentage here. Give me a percentage and be honest at most five. 5%? At most 5 Okay, so knowing you, 5% to you is probably like at least 15% to me. Yeah, but the rest of it is based in what you love more than anything in the world, and that's music. Uh, yes. Yes. Just that's give it a chance. If it turns out <laughs> you don't like it, at least you tried it. Uh, and that's honestly really I have to say on that. I know I didn't really cover a lot of the music itself as opposed to just the show, but the show itself is based entirely in the music that it comes out of so i think it balances out no i think it's totally fine to, to, to leave it at that um but i did have like one or two more questions if you don't mind uh, okay the music okay what's um, up what's up okay how many like okay it's not really a, so you've seen the whole series right i've seen most of it i'm about halfway through season two i think okay cool um how many concerts are there in general just out of curiosity. Uh, it starts later on in season one, but they start having them fairly regularly to get ready for, for everything. Because it goes from when they start high school to when they end high school. And there's always ah. like there's always like two or three concerts every year. So I think from where I am right now, I've seen about six different concerts. Okay, cool, cool. And the, my other question is like when there's a concert or music in the anime, how much of it, how long does it last for? Like, are we looking at like full like music videos almost in the anime or is there, there like, just little snippets here and there? So there are full music videos for the, uh, for the, for the outros of episodes, but, um, okay. But like regular outros and intros, they they switch with like different parts of the story or like uh, how long things have gone running. But when it when it comes to the concert, they basically more less like a concert and more like a talent show. They perform like one song that they've been working on for a while or a new song that they're working on or anything like that. Like when when right, they do okay, their, when they do their first concerts, like their their very first song that they did. Oh, okay, okay. So they basically like they rehearse a lot and then they get into the concerts and everything. And then you actually get into the concert. Yeah, it it's an actual build up for seeing like how the band actually progresses as opposed to just okay travel bus last three minutes concert and that's it. No, it it actually shows the progress. Are you sure we've talked about this on the podcast before? Because like this is the first time like we've talked about. It, I feel like I've brought it up at least in passing, saying that there's a musical based slice of life anime i want you to check out and it's called kaon and when i said slice of life you basically shut it down okay well i don't know maybe today's like a different day i'm turning a new leaf hotshot i mean because i actually talked about it in depth instead of just saying hey this thing has music you might like it oh slice of life (laughs) (laughs) all right hotshot my next pick i'm gonna i'm gonna do one of those i'm gonna try to make you guess and if 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 you don't i won't be disappointed but i want to try to make you guess this when we talk about Epic music, large music, 
big music, music that goes with the intensity, the depth, the bigness, the impact of the anime. Specifically, focus on the word epic. Which anime soundtrack am I selecting, Hasha? An anime Attack that we've on- both seen. Attack on Titan. Yes! Yes! There you go, Hotshot. There you go. Not, I'm so not gonna lie. Not gonna lie. I was bouncing back and forth between saying Attack on Titan and Dragon Ball Z. But I feel like Dragon Ball I mean, Z's OST goes without saying. It's amazing. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Uh, but we'll talk about that uh, on your final pick because it better be that. Because I, I stress you with my life, Hotshot. They're gonna be disappointed. Anyway, go on. <laughs> okay. Um... I just absolutely love, I really want to f- focus on the, the very first, the Attack on Titan original soundtrack, uh, the first soundtrack uh, album containing uh, all the music adaptation. Um, it's composed by, here we go, try not to butcher this one, Hiroyuki Sawano. Okay, that was not as bad. Um, and it has a bunch of amazing tracks that I've covered in the past that I absolutely love, like Eye Water. Um, the music in Attack on Titan for me is just like, it, it makes me think... I- I compare it a little bit to the music in Star Wars in the sense that, and maybe you can you you can come in in here and give me your, your thoughts. But um, it's big, it's vast, it's like wall to wall. Like it's when the, when that when a battle goes down, like you hear the music, you hear all the layers. There's so there's like uh, amount large amounts of strings and brass and vocals. Like there's choirs and everything. The the music is just more impactful than ever before. I feel in Attack on Titan, the, the the music is just on a different level. Like they they clearly take years and years to work on these songs, and I can't wait for the final season to come out. Uh, I think it's coming out uh, in 2021 or something, or in December. Like it's coming out, I, I, I think summer 2021 or something like that. I'm so excited for the next season. But would you agree with that? Would you do you see the comparison I'm making here? I would say yeah, it is. It, it does give you like just how big of a scope everything is in that world when when the music plays because it's uh it's like it's big it's orchestral it's basically everything everything the music can do for attack on Titan is to make you feel as small as um as the cadets are Possibly. as opposed to the Titans yes 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 oh my god yes that's such a good way to put it because that's Exact. That's exactly what it does. It it makes you feel like ima- imagine hearing Attack on Titans uh, soundtrack in a surround sound setup. How small would you oh my feel, God. bro? It would be just insane. Like I'm I'm going over the uh, he- here's all the instruments from that album, the original uh, the original first OST. Uh, drums, bass, guitars, strings, violin section. So they have like strings, and then they have an additional violin just to do like lead parts, and then trumpets horns uh vocals uh they have an additional orchestra they have the philharmonic orchestra on top of that so they have like all of that that i named to you like all those brasses uh guitars bass drums and everything and then on top of that they have another orchestra which like just just to show how massive this like music is and then on top of that they have piano keyboards and and like supplemental instruments like like i just feel like this is like the triple big mac of like anime music you know what i mean um, especially when it's, uh, so the, the orchestral size of it, just like the big booms of the music, especially like any of the horns or, or not horns. Uh, damn it. No, horns is like an instrument, like the brass, right? Yeah. 
And there, there's a certain instrument I'm trying to think of, though, and I, I don't know what it is. Oh, that's fine. Don't worry about it. Okay. But, but with all that, like, combined in itself, you feel the weight of it. And the these kind of instruments, like these orchestral instruments, can also lend themselves to the more somber moments and, like, change tone drastically. Like, um, like when when you're in the fight with a titan, it is it is the big. They want they want to ba- basically make it so the uh so the music is the titan and you're the cadet where you feel that small. But it can also like bring itself down to your level and be like the somber like playing towards like the sadder backstories of like Eren or Mikasa or everyone. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think like the the. The best way to put this uh, is like uh, not only is it large and big, but it's not large and big all the time. It becomes really uh, thin. It becomes your size. <laughs> it it, it yeah, goes as it goes as small as it wants to make you feel, so that it can build exactly. you back up as well. And that that equates to the dynamic range. I, I like not to get very far into the technical, but that's like how loud, how big things get. Like if you have like a full orchestra for one moment, and then you go back to just a piano. Obviously, the volume of the music will decrease severely, right? Because you just don't have as many sound sources being played at the same time, you know? I mean, maybe you do. You just don't, don't show it. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, but the, the, what I'm... But, oh, okay, okay. What yeah. I'm trying to no, say... I, I, enti- to say, I entirely agree with you here. Yeah, and that's what I love about it because it, it goes like... It, it adds even more of a variety. And dare I say that... Guys, I picked this over Zanky No Terror's music. And I love... I love Zanky No Terror's music. I like, honestly thought... Hotshot knows... Yeah, yeah, I honestly thought, and I could, this could still be right, that Zuka no Terra's soundtrack was your favorite anime soundtrack. Honestly, after talking about Attack on Titan, like, I feel like, you know, like, obviously, like, since this is my favorite, doesn't mean I have to pick it, right? We've talked about this specific soundtrack yeah, before. Yeah, we have, we have talked about that a number of times for how much you love that soundtrack. Yeah, but like, I feel like Attack on Titan, like, rivals it to me. No, just, yeah, I can... Because... And honestly, yeah. for for me personally, I respect the music in Zuko Terra and I do like it. But I'm honestly with you. I like uh, Attack on Titan a bit more. It it, su- it, it just, sucks me yeah. more into the world of like that adventure, that risk, that instead of the uh, mental damages of the terrorists of playing something to calm down, essentially. No, I see what you mean. Oh, man. And I also really like, like, uh, especially when there's, like, a Titan that shows up and you see their faces, they even use, like, these really weird, like, dissonant and, like, creepy synthesizers to just show, you know, like, a Titan never smiles normally. A Titan never looks at you nicely. A Titan always looks creepy and, oh, man, I just had a... And when they, uh, sm- when uh, they do smile, they look shock- just... Cre- when they do smile, they just look creepier. It doesn't help. <laughs> even, exactly. But, like, the music match is that you know like i can even hear it in my head right now the like that sort of uh crescendo uh just really distorted uh synthetic slip of uh like no like i could hear it in my head it, it, it's like percussive and it's uh, it just fits perfectly with the the ambience that these titans and the the and the universe uh of that anime provides i really just see that and feel that when i when i hear the music like i feel like attack on titan soundtrack is the perfect example of music supporting a storyline and that's the role that music has in anime um i re- i just i'm realizing it more and more as i'm talking to you about it hotshot i mean i'm glad i was here for you to make that revolution i just thought that was common knowledge <laughs> music is there to support but, the story or characters that you're hearing no yeah but you really like you really don't notice it more like i just feel like it does it to an to with the upper level, in my opinion. In I mean, comparison there, there, to the there are definitely anime. there are definitely some shows, there are definitely some movies that do it way better than others. Like Star Wars does it beautifully. Attack on Titan does it beautifully. There's other 
variations, I'm sure. But then there's other shows that that don't do it as well. But at the same time, their their core uh, reasoning or the core reason for them to even be in the show is the same, just to be the support. But only the good ones can really suck you into that world, like Attack on Titan can and Star Wars can. Exactly. Uh, two things I want to add. Um, I really feel like one of the reasons why it can is because of like the color of the music. Um, in the sense of like how the music makes you feel, like if the music wants to makes wants you to feel creeped out, it does it super well. Or if it wants to make you feel big and epic, it does it really well. Like it just like the emotional connection it has to the listener is really good. Like Here, in my opinion, I don't know what you think of. Yeah, my only sight on it, to be honest, is um a show like Attack on Titan. There isn't really much comedic aspect. It's a tragic story. It's it's supposed to be big and epic because it's just these small what's left of humanity fighting for what's left of humanity. There isn't really yeah. any comedy to be taken away from. And that kind of setup can have epic music just all the time. And they take full advantage of it. But if you're like, say, Aaron and Aaron and Mikasa are looking down a Titan playing this epic music, and then it just stops dead in its track when Mikasa just hits Aaron in the dick. Like that, it doesn't fit the world. It doesn't fit um, the music that's building to this show and this kind of musical accompaniment for it is not meant to be funny. No, not at all. But like, can you see how the music sometimes when you watch, at least when you watch the first season, could you feel like the music like pulled di- a different emotional strength depending on what? Yeah, the melody I mean, was I, I yeah, and I was the one who brought up like it can make you feel big and epic like that, but it can also come down to your level and make you feel sorry for these characters. Okay, and my last question for you is: I made a comparison to Star Wars earlier with Attack on Titan. Do you see that at all, or do you, what, what's your take on that? My take on like it being the same kind of scope and everything that of it. Yeah, basically, specifically how broad and how big the music is. I'm honestly gonna. I do. I do see the connection. I still say that Star Wars does it more because um, I don't know. It just might be the more variety that does help it out. Plus. Star Wars is literally intergalactory as opposed to just what's left of humanity. But with that, right, right, right. With, with the big with the big scope, like portraying to how big the world is or how big the universe is or anything like that, I feel like both of them do it just just fine. Okay, cool, very cool. Okay, perfect. Let's go to your final pick, Hotshot. Um, anime original soundtracks, your best for last. I did best for last. I hope this is your best for last right here. Okay. So, God, here we are with trying to pronounce the names again. Uh, Jeff Williams. <laughs> what? I don't know how to fuck up a name that I can actually read. Uh, Jeff Williams. He's the one who did the uh, the music <laughs> for Ruby. Oh, my gosh. I was like, are you really, like, having a hard time with Jeff Williams? Dude? <laughs> Honestly, I just I'm wanted so to, I just, you picked Ruby. I just wanted to keep the... I, I wanted to keep the bit going, but I <laughs> I can't fuck up a name I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I tried. But no. Nice. Uh, yes. Yeah. Red like roses, bro. You you want some red like roses? I love red like roses. I love red like roses. I love I burn. I love this will be the day. I love uh, mirror mirror. I can actually name these songs, <laughs> but the reason reason I can't is because these songs, uh, like I like I told you on your first pick, these songs have lyrics that I can actually sing to, that I can actually remember and look for. Like this is. Right. This this and Naruto are literally the only two OSTs I've searched for by track. 
Okay. Wow. Okay. And it is with, what it is. Yeah. And with the with the Ruby soundtrack, it's another one that fits uh, more so the characters and the like what's going around in the world as opposed to just like fitting the ambiance or anything. It's like specifically meant for the characters. Every every song, every big song is like one of the main characters themes or it's a team theme or it's a villain theme. It it's music based around entirely around the characters. And that's honestly what I love about it because I love Red Like Roses for uh, for Ruby because it starts off with just being slow, somber, quiet, and then builds into I will break your neck if you look at me. Then you have uh, Yang's for I Burn, where it immediately starts like I don't take any shit kind of rock music for. And Weiss's Mirror Mirror just full on, full on elegant, like not quite lullaby, but lullaby building into a like quiet, quieter fighting song, if that makes any sense. But it it just it's music that fits the characters so well, and that's why it sticks with me. Yo, okay, I'm reading about this uh, the 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 volumes. There's different volumes, obviously, based on the on the seasons of Ruby. But uh, I'm reading here um, for Volume One soundtrack of Ruby. Uh, it was released by Jeff Williams on November 12, 2013, hitting the hitting the top of iTunes and binning out the movie soundtrack to the Hunger Great the Hunger Games, dude. Because it's that good. Then again, that's, I don't know if the ridiculous. Hunger Games soundtrack was actually good. <laughs> no, okay, dude, dude, dude. I, I study film music. The Hunger Games soundtrack is one of those we always talk about the Hunger Games soundtrack because it's amazing, okay? Like, okay. that is an in, that's an insane, absolutely insane accomplishment for anime music to be, beat out mainstream media. And on the iTunes charts, like that's that's it's that's a, a big, 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 so big accomplishment. In my so opinion, so that's why, you, yeah. that's why you said you're happy that I picked Ruby. No, well, y- no, I didn't even know it was one that of the reasons. I, one of the reasons. It. Yeah, I mean, it adds to the reason, but initially, no. I mean, I just remembered uh, how happy you were when we talked about Ruby on the anime. Um, music uh, podcast and yeah. then we did our, our our volume one podcast about ruby as well uh we talked about the music and i really loved it like specifically red like roses when they were in that uh trial exam finding the scorpion and everything like that music was just oh just great. Red, you, the more- you like to you like red like roses part two then yes the the heart the harder rocker version of it yeah uh, yes the, the 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 one that gets you uh the one that gets you pants. moving yes <laughs> not not yes. the one that uh, not the one that I use as an alarm for an early wake up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you I, probably I actually, use it as an alarm. I actually, yeah, I use uh, I use part one, like the quieter whisper kind of build up to it. Because if I start my day with like, I burn, that, that's not going to go well. <laughs> Dude, my alarm clock was Eye of the Tiger for the longest time. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> As a good way to wake up. Anyways, um, and I'm I'm looking at like other things about this soundtrack, and th- this is why I'm really happy about like Ruby having such a, a big community sense because their wiki is like on point with all this amazing information that we can like grab and talk about. Uh, volume three also hit number one on the iTunes charts. Like multiple OSTs hitting number one on uh on iTunes is really really impressive in my opinion. Like it just shows that there's. Uh, that the music takes a life of its own separate to just the anime. Like, if this was just an album, it still performs well. You know, it's not just, yeah. it's not only performing well because it's part of Ruby. It's also performing well because the music can stand on its own. Yeah. And that's, that's honestly, it, 
It honestly really is because it's basically been Jeff Williams and like other other creators like helping him along with every every one of the albums and songs. But the fact that so many of them can take off individually, let alone as a full on album, will take a lot away from it. Like this will be the day, which is the the original opening, like the original intro took off. Uh, Red Like Roses for Ruby is another one. From Shadows for Blake is another. I Burn took off, like, appropriately enough, fucking wildfire. And Oh, wow. And it's just, uh, it, it's just, if a lot, a lot of people in the Ruby community lately, and unfortunately I can't back this up one way or another, a lot of people in the Ruby community have been saying that the show, the longer it goes on, has been kind of declining quality or getting, getting kind of stale at this point. But... One thing that they've never really said anything bad about has been uh, the soundtrack because the soundtrack has always been Chef's Kiss. I, I can't really <laughs> can't really describe it all all that well. No, that's okay. And I'm I'm seeing the, these these uh, separate volumes like have a a huge amount of songs, like more than any album I've ever released per song. Like volume oh, seven God. has thirty seven soundtracks. Volume six has thirty soundtracks. Volume 5 has 41 soundtracks. Yeah, I actually just clicked on that myself, to be honest. I just looked at... I was looking at uh, at Volume 1 until until you started saying something. I just looked at Volume 7. My God. <laughs> they even have enough songs to do uh, Ruby Best Vocal Album. The Ruby Best Vocal Album, stylized by, as Ruby Volume 1 through 3, Best Vocal Album is a Japan exclusive soundtrack album for Ruby featuring 19 vocal songs for the first three volumes. That's like, they have like enough music to do vocal versions of the, like, that's just, wow. That's, and it goes on. Like, uh, there's some, like a bunch of really interesting, like uh, tidbits of trivia here that I really want to go over with you. Uh, Except okay. for Casey's vocals, Jeff Williams performs all instruments and vocals on soundtracks unless otherwise noted. So like Jeff Williams clearly being like the, uh, the hub, the, the nucleus of this music. Like that's crazy. Yeah. And Zach, I mean, seven, yeah, I mean, seven, seven volumes later, he's still doing a damn good job for real, bro. So, uh, so Zach I, I, I know. Zinger, yeah. So I know I've gotten you to watch volume one of Ruby. Um, have you gone otherwise and just listened to the OSTs on their own since then? No, but I'm overdue, bro. Like I, tonight I, I have to either watch K-On or volume two of, of Ruby. Uh, at this point we're overdue. I mean, either, either way, <laughs> I think I'm on volume four five for ruby right now but i'm still overdue I mean, dude, we, yeah we, i'm gonna catch up to you just watch me um and then I, I was reading here zach zinger arranges and produces all of the horn sections throughout the ruby soundtracks so yes others helping him uh production on the soundtracks and scores do not begin until jeff and alex abraham receive the rough animations including effects choreography for the repetitive uh volumes that's another thing too with ruby that i've noticed um, they do a thing called Mickey Mousing, which is a style uh, of film music, basically where the musical notes will match uh, the movements of the characters or the movements on screens. Yeah. Like, uh, think of a character walking up a staircase and the notes going da 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 da. Like that's a typical Mickey Mousing. So yeah. that's like a really it's cool a, thing. It's that a the, really the, the, it's a really old it's a really old musical trait or trick, whatever you want to call it. But it's still one that gets the audience because. It just makes it feel like that part of the world is so much more. I mean, obviously, real is the wrong word, but real. Because obviously, when you're climbing upstairs, there's no music being played behind you. But it feels like there's more weight, I guess, to every movement. No, I see. You remember how, like, specific characters have specific themes in Ruby? Like, how we discussed that in the past? 
Yeah. Well, it says here in an interview with Murder of Birds in 2017, Jeff states that the songs uh, should not be taken literally and that the music in the soundtracks are not necessarily written for any specific character. What do you make of that? Because we literally have a Ruby theme. You know what I mean? That's bizarre to me. That's very bizarre. Yeah, I know what you mean. I'm trying to process that myself, to be honest. (laughs) Like, I, I really got nothing. No? I mean, I just... It's it's very contradictory, in my opinion. Maybe, like, what I think it is is probably that, like, songs... Because, like, maybe the fan base is so invested that they'll be like, oh, this song is about this specific thing. I'm thinking, like, otherwise noted. If it's not noted, then we're not... We shouldn't take it for granted. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure that we know, I mean, like, honest, which theme honestly, relates to which character. Honestly, with me, like, unless it's a... Unless it's a theme... Unless... Yeah. Fuck. Unless it's a character's theme, like very specifically says in the song, by the way, this is this character's theme, then shouldn't connect anything really all that deeply. But like Red Like Roses is Ruby's theme. Um, Still can't really. I I guess the one that I can connect the most is I Burn for Yang because it's it's an upbeat power song. It's basically saying I will I will burn away protecting what matters kind of thing. No, exactly. Uh, two more points that I, I that I saw that are really interesting. Uh, Go for it. The music in Ruby is very open to interpretation because of like what was previously said. And it this just confirms it more because it says at Anime Festival Orlando 2017, Barbara confirmed that Casey and Jeff have free range over the Ruby soundtrack and explore and have uh, fun on their own. She also stated that they just write songs that, that they think people will enjoy and that the songs don't confirm or deny anything and are just there for people to enjoy so basically they just create like these soundtracks and if it fits it's cool if it doesn't it's all right yeah it's a really like loose I mean, way to nothing, go for it because i yeah. mean if if anything if anything would be set in stone and i know like it's open to interpretation just like you just said and like it doesn't actually confirm anything permanent but at the same time uh like if it is open to interpretation you have your own interpretation of these characters but they can also the more you listen to the song change just like the characters can change so it's it really kind of speaks volumes about like the characters and like even though it doesn't say anything canon about them themselves in the song it can still lead to like not wild speculation um like different interpretations i guess would be would be the better no, word i see for what it. you mean i see what you mean no, I understand. Uh, the the last uh point was basically what you just said. So that basically confirms all of it. Um, yeah, the hotshot. This is a a fantabulous way to end it. I think. I think this is a this this anime music is just a standout one. Right, like, no matter Ruby, what. Like I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I I said I said it before. Um, when we did the music, uh, when we did the music episode, because my last pick for there was also Red Like Roses. That I said out of those songs that I picked, Red Like Roses was my favorite. And that's because Ruby is my favorite OST for anime soundtracks. Best for last, bro. Best for last. That's why I did it. <laughs> All right. My picks were No Game, No Life, Naruto, and Attack on Titan. What were your picks, Hotshot? My picks were Fairy Tale, Kaon, and Ruby. Yeah, that's what yeah, it was. That was it. Okay. Did you have a backup you wanted to mention, maybe? Uh, yeah, I did actually. Other than uh, other than Naruto, you meant? Yeah, yeah. Um, the soundtrack for uh for Day Live, funny enough. <laughs> Real quick, what's that one about? Day Live soundtrack is more so like uh, like godly spirits coming down to earth. It it's like very very big, very like orchestral bass. So like uh, not op- not op- uh. 
damn it. What is the organ? Very organ based, like organ, piano. Um, like it's not very like rock music or anything, but it's like hardcore piano, <laughs> if that makes any sense. It's mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. like it's like no, cla- it's like classical, but like high energy classical. I feel like out of all the picks we talked about before, it relates closest to Attack on Titan minus the vocals. Would that make sense? Yeah, yeah, you'd probably be accurate there. All right, cool, cool. Uh, my uh backup, which I didn't, which I mentioned but didn't pick after all, is Zankyo no Terror. Uh, I think that uh, it's still my favorite original soundtrack just because uh, the composer Yoko Kono, uh, she's a, a beast. She's like one of the most amazing uh, film music, anime music composers I've ever heard. Uh, she also did the soundtrack for Cowboy Bebop, which is just like another plane of existence. In my opinion, Cowboy Be- Bebop is honestly, what I say better? It's just, it, it's on a different level. That's the thing with music. It's so hard to just rank things. It's just, it's really oh. good for its specific reasons. That's you another, know what I mean? That's another OC we could have talked about. Trigon. Oh, like dude. Any, that's anything like anything Western based. Yeah. That is such a good OST as well. There's so like, ah, oh, dude, I could go on for hours about this topic. I I love these uh these OST based uh discussions and yeah, Trigum's I mean, a really good one. But uh, my knowledge only stretches so far. <laughs> no, I know it's all good. It's all good. I mean, we stretch for a good while. We we've been talking for for quite a while. Yeah. So, sorry, uh, sorry on that, that note, sorry that first pick of mine, we didn't we kind of kept hitting a wall. <laughs> It's all good. I mean, hitting a wall is what we do here. And then we break that wall. And then we go through another wall. Another wall. Another wall. Hot, hot job. Basically, when we podcast, I'm the construction worker. And you're the sledgehammer. And I will break any wall I have to with my sledgehammer. Okay, but here's one wall that we can't break through. You guys can find right. me over on Twitter at Caution Ginger And right here on Giant Music's channel for anime podcasters. And you guys can find me over on my channel uh, where we do the sister podcast, Cast, Where we talk about the dark underbelly side of anime that Jaden doesn't want to touch. Um, I was going to ask for your final thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a plug. <laughs> <laughs> We always do final thoughts before the plug, bro. You're an Come editor. On. You can switch it. Nah, I'm not switching it. It's the, I don't want to be unnatural about it. Okay, well, you plugged. Give us your final thoughts now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, final thoughts. Music um, for a lot of different anime, if not for all anime or really all things in life, is desperately needed <laughs> because it, it, if anything, mm-hmm. it finishes like how big the world can be or how how you can feel or anything like that. It is desperately needed and can speak miles to, to people about certain things. Some people stretch that into their passions in life, like Jaden and other people are just big time fans of it. Like me. (laughs) Yeah. Very well said, Hotshot. Uh, I'm going to do it uh, in reverse because of you. Uh, you can find me on YouTube.com slash Giant Music. The artwork for the podcast is brought to you by GoPro Kyo. He's not a sponsor. He's the literal artist of the podcast, and he's amazing at what he does. He's available for commission. So go check out all of his links are in the description of this video and post whatever podcast platform you're listening to. And... Uh, I also want to give a big thank you to like the listeners. I've recently put the podcast on maybe like 12 new platforms that I found through a, uh, an article. And uh, we are getting hundreds of listeners from India. Like India, we're popping up. We're getting like maybe 80, 70 I- I- Indian playbacks a day right now, which is crazy. So thank you so much. Like the podcast has grown to a point where it's more popular outside of the channel. Like uh, right now, every month than in the channel. That's 
insane. So I really enjoy that because it's just helping us reach more people. So if you enjoy these podcasts, make sure to subscribe and check out the rest of our content on the channel. Uh, we really appreciate it. I also do a Cowboy Bebop live action podcast update with GoPro Kyo. And uh, you can support me on patreon.com slash giant music. I am at giant music on social media. All right. And for my final thoughts, I am uh, a big fan of anime music. This is uh, my 2.0 topic, one that I was very glad that uh, we spoke about. I understand that Hotshot, it's different, it's, it's harder, and it's uh, more difficult for him to talk about this topic because he's not as uh, dripped into the music universe. But at the same time, it's always fun to have a different point of view and uh, to bring our thoughts together. Um, I'm just really happy to have been able to do this uh, topic. Uh, the next topic uh, for our Road to, uh, Road to, F- to 100 is going to be probably Hotshot's topic. Um, and I'm very uh, excited to talk about that as well. So Hotshot, um, do you want to, since we announced uh, my topic last time, what do you want to, what's your 2.0 topic going to be? Did we announce your topic? I don't remember announcing your topic. I feel like I did. I mean, uh, do you want, okay, you, you Hint at what your 2.0 is going to be. I think we all have an idea, considering what you love to do in your spare time. But go ahead. It's either it's either going to be something dirty or games. Basically, uh, <laughs> probably either anime couples or games. At this point, I feel like is what we're is where we're going. Uh, we might, point. but I might so, uh, end up just totally veering from that. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. We never know. So uh, this is our first episode for this month. So make sure to subscribe to the podcast everywhere. We really appreciate all of your support. So for myself. And Hotshot, this has been another episode of... Anime! Bot, 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 broadcasters. Bye, guys! Bye.